Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. The most important thing, we make decisions about winning, about putting the best team on the ice. I think it's it goes beyond communication. It goes to a relationship. Just drilled him with a right hand and missed with a wild right. Lands a right to the shoulder. You know, it's up to us to uh, get the fans excited. This is Ryan Eugene Hopkins. This is Oscar Platform. This is Connor McDavid from your Edmonton Oilers. This is Oil Country. And this is Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Service for all brands of print equipment in your office? Yeah, Digitex does that. D-I-G-I-T-E-X dot C-A. Now, Bob Stoffer on the official radio station of your Edmonton Oilers, 630 Shed. Edition of Oilers Now, Bob Stoffer at the 630 Chad Studios. Brendan Escott, why would we be opening with Def Leppard today? Well, they'll be rocking Rogers Place tonight, and our own Reed Wilkins will be there, if are, not in the front row, I'm sure he'll are, be there. Are you pinch hitting on the show today? Is that why Reed is uh, going to be able to take the night off to uh, get into the uh, show tonight? It is not me. Dave Campbell is taking that. All duty. right. All righty. All righty. Well, uh, yeah, Def Leppard in town. Hey. Face it, there's there's certain bands that not everybody likes that you might like, you know. Def Leppard might be one of those groups. I'm not sure. This is Oilers now. Bob Stoffer with you. Hope you had a wonderful weekend. Uh, this is it's that time between about uh, July 21st until roughly August 21st when things get a little quiet in the hockey world. Uh, though uh, the summer showcase is taking place for the uh, juniors. Uh, in Michigan. Uh, we'll get an update uh, later this week, by the way, from somebody with the Oilers organization on that front. Oilers now brought to you by Digitex. Buy or lease your next office network printer from the Digitex.ca e-commerce store. No need to spend your valuable time meeting with door-to-door sales reps. You're all in one convenient location, Digitex.ca. Hugh Porter, he's out and uh, doing a little business in BC these days, but uh, Digitex.ca, Alberta's number one owned and operated place to uh, buy office technology, software, IT, and supplies. On today's show, uh, it's going to be a wide-ranging show. Brendan, are you following, by the way, just as an aside, are you following this whole spiel that's going on with these uh, this manhunt that's taking place in Manitoba? 
Uh, loosely. Sounds like there's been a lot of dead ends so far. Yeah, it's a remarkable uh, situation. You heard Cassandra refer to the fact that there hasn't been a manhunt like this since 1930. Keep your headsets on. Uh, since the 1930s. And an Edmontonian, a very famous Edmontonian, was actually involved in that. And some of you may have seen the movie, The uh, Mad Trapper, which is about Albert Johnson. And there was an Edmonton pilot of uh, world-class renown, to be frank with you, by the name of Wap May. And he was actually involved uh, in the manhunt back in the 1930s. And for those of you that don't know, Wap May was... I guess directly involved in uh, the shooting down of the Red Baron during the First World War. Also did a uh, mercy uh, mission up in a Fort Vermillion in the late 1920s. He's quite a famous uh, Edmontonian. But uh, I remember seeing that movie as a kid, and you were actually cheering for the Mad Trapper. That's kind of how they presented it. They, you know sort of glorified it in Hollywood or the whole spiel. So anyways, uh, it's a pretty crazy story, to say the least. And I'm sure at this time of year, a lot of us follow a lot of different things. On today's show, uh, Jack Michaels will join us. We'll be talking a bit about the Edmonton Oilers, what's happening on that front. You know, what are the Oilers going to do? What are their center options, as an example? Third line center, how do we see the D shaking down? James Neal, left wing or right wing? Uh, easiest thing is left shot, slot him in the left side, but he might be more comfortable playing with the right wing. You recall when he was on Oilers now uh, a while ago, uh, last week after the trade, he talked about the fact that uh, when he went to Pittsburgh, uh, hopped over to the right side uh, to play with uh, Jenny Malkin, who was a left shot center, while the Oilers have three left shot centers uh, that are pretty good. Uh, McDavid, Drysaddle, Nugent Hopkins, and those guys all have to play in the top six. At this stage, and you know, we're going to hear some guys getting bought out the next 48 to 72 hours because the New York Rangers got some deals done with guys that were... You know, potential ARB cases and that sort of situation. Calgary Flames as well, getting both Bennett and Riddick done. Um, I don't... I have personally some time for Kevin Shattenkirk, but I think the greater need for Edmonton's a third-line center. And so, and I'm not saying that anything's going to happen before the start of training camp even, but I just, uh, for those of you that have sent in texts or tweets about Kevin Shattenkirk, if he's potentially theoretically to be bought out, I'd say that would be a long shot uh, here in Edmonton. But we'll have some time for some hockey talk. Uh, You can... uh Reach us on a River Creek Resort Casino hotline, 780-496-0063. Catch the Romantics at the River Creek, August 9th. Tickets at Ticketmaster or at uh, rivercreeresort.com. Uh, I'll just tell you, Brendan, I went to Joe Rogan on Friday night. Um, it was good. I was surprised. There had to have been, I'd say, 25 to 30% of the people that were there were women. Uh, I mean, it's a very male sort of... You know, it's guy talk, right? Uh, but there's clearly some uh, open-minded uh, gals there that uh, attended the event. And, uh, hey, he's a little bit uh, politically incorrect at times, which, you know, humor can be taken uh, many ways, shapes, and forms. I thought it was a pretty good show. Met some cool people there as well that came over to say hi. So we had a good time uh, that night at uh, the River Creek Resort and Casino. Joe Rogan. And, again, they got the romantics taking place. August the 9th at the River Cree. Tickets at rivercreeresort.com. You can text us at 630-630 on our Heartland Ford text line. Go down and see the great Gretzky, Mike Gretzky at Heartland Ford and Griff Jarvis at Heartland uh, RV and Heartland Ford. Tell them what it is now sent you. So there you have it. 
So what did you do this weekend, Brendan? I mean, I went to a concert or the what the show Friday night. I went out. Uh, you know, we do these Oiler Now road trips, and we're going to be announcing a couple uh, trips uh, here this week, actually, on Oilers Now with Dennis Laliberti and New West Travel. And uh, there's a couple that have been on 13 of the trips, and they have a uh, a farm out in, uh, towards Vegreville. It's uh, and a lot of uh, we've actually had them on the show a couple times over the years, but certainly it's sort of like the. Uh, unofficial welcoming committee for the orders now road trips are uh, Barry and Brenda Hunka and so we took uh, I took the family out there because my kids are city kids they're not farm kids and they need to get some experience and they have the time of their lives out there so special shout out to them uh, Hudson got to drive a tractor I haven't driven one for 30 years 30 35 years uh, so makes you appreciate things when you sit there and live in that uh, cloistered world in the city and everything's within uh, three minutes away from the, your house as to what you need and you get a different experience out there. So it was a good time. Special thanks to them for having us out there. Yesterday was uh, quiet, quiet, quiet. What did you do? What, what, what's, how much sport? Did you watch a lot of sports on the weekend? Uh, I was at uh, Chaos Alberta, as a matter of fact. Now, so what is Chaos Alberta? That was the rock show that was in Kinsman Park all weekend. So Friday, we had great weather, and uh, the headline acts were excellent. Saturday... Have I heard of any of these bands? Uh, Slayer and Disturbed. It's a little heavy. That's even a little heavy for me. But uh, Well, Disturbed's got the remake of Sound of Silence, right? Right. That right. was a pretty special thing. Their little monologue about uh, mental illness and stuff yeah, like yeah. that leading into it. It was quite impressive. Uh, Saturday, the weather did not cooperate. Everything was pushed back. It rained the entire time, and Marilyn Manson was on stage. and It was a good time, but it uh, would have been better if it was dry. Yeah. I'll say that. All right. Uh, you know, we're about... If you listen, uh, how much uh, satellite radio do you listen to? Because I listen to a ton driving back and forth to the studio and around town. And as many people know, I'm a huge college football uh, fan. And it's uh, specifically the Southeastern Conference. And I came across a story, and I was unaware to the extent of this, okay? Uh, you know, just like we had Guy Godowski on from Penn State, and we're going to hear from Guy momentarily. And I don't think it's prevalent in hockey. But it's certainly prevalent. The, the, do you know the whole term student-athlete? The guy that coined that was the guy that uh, was the first head of the NCAA. And when he retired, like 30 years ago or 25 years ago, he said it's a completely different world today. So I have a question for people out there right now. In the case of college football and college bath, uh, basketball in the States, because to fully understand and establish in Canada. There is no money in college sports in Canada. Okay? There's no money. I mean, not even at Lavelle, where they got like five full-time coaches. There's no money. Okay? But big-time college football in the States, uh, big-time college basketball, there's money. And you got coaches making $9, 10000000 million a year. You got institutions. The University of Miami built a medical school off the back of their football program in the mid-1980s. Have you ever heard of the name Leo Lewis? Now, you old schoolers would say, well, Leo Lewis, was he a member of the Winnipeg? No, no, no. The more recent Leo Lewis. Uh, SB Nation did an entire series following this story between the rivalry between Mississippi State and Ole Miss. Okay? And basically, what happens in the, for a lot of the top players, given the financial disparities that exist far greater in the United States than they do in Canada, the top players that come from economically disadvantaged families are, are basically paid off by boosters. 
that's what happens. And this has been going on for a while, these top kids. So it's just a, you know, we'll throw that out there. It's, it's a, and I, I'd like to know what people think. Have we gotten to the stage because SB Nation did a whole story about this kid and the NCAA, which, you know, as a billion dollar uh, a, a year industry makes huge. I mean, the television numbers on you know ridiculous. Like, it, and the only way I can explain this to you that would make sense as much as the Oilers dominate sport talk and hockey talk in uh, in Canada in uh, Northern Alberta, and they do. Like hockey is number one here, right? It is, but it pales in comparison to college football in the states. It truly does. It's not even close. As much as we all love it, and Canadians are damn good at it, and we still produce a lot of really good players, and I know there's fewer Canadians getting drafted out of major junior, part of that has to do with the fact that you only retain the rights for the players drafted out of uh, Canadian major junior for two years. And so I, I can tell you right now that Peter Shirelli outright ignored you know, had his had his scouts ignore players that would have been fifth or sixth round flyers because I brought one of them to their attention a couple of years ago. He ended up going in the second round of this past year's draft. His last name is Leeson. Uh, because you're better off taking if you're going to take a flyer, you take a flyer on a fifth or sixth or seventh round pick. So uh, on a uh, kid out of the NCAA in hockey, but we you know people love we do a show called Oilers now. And when we branch out into other sports once in a while, the uh, the hardcore, hey, your show should be 100% hockey. Why are you not talking about Ostap Saffin's chances of making the team down in Bakersfield? What are you doing? Who the hell cares about Leo? Like, I'm already getting texts like that. Why are you bringing up a Because st- it's an interesting story. You have an entire system in the States that some might say is built on a facade when it comes to college football and college basketball. You know what? For years, I used to think they should liberalize pot and legalize it and sell it and tax it. And now I think we're at the stage in the States. I, I think they got to... What do you think, Brendan? Should those kids get paid? Absolutely. And when you watch the repercussions, Bob, of somebody like I remember Terrell Pryor traded one of his own jerseys for some tattoo yeah. work and he got suspended for that. It's just unbelievable how hamstrung those kids are. The coaches can sit... Here's what happens. The coaches end up getting, like, you know, you have coaches... Houston Nutt was a really good coach uh, in the NCAA in the mid-2000s. He had a good offense. Some of you would remember... Remember Darren McFadden at Arkansas? Houston Nutt was the head coach. He had three running backs at that time. Uh, they had Jones, Felix Jones, and they had the guy that... Actually, Jackal Nillis, the guy that rushed for a 1,000 yards. Uh, Peyton Hillis with Cleveland Browns. Those guys, they were... I forget what they called that. The Pony Express or something. Oh, that was SMU. Another school that got the death penalty. Anyways, Houston Nutt goes from Arkansas to Ole Miss. And then when there was basically indiscretions and, uh, you know, legal issues with what Ole Miss's football program was doing the Hugh Freeze the coach at that time basically blamed his predecessor Houston Nutt it was it was remarkable stuff really anyways SB Nation did this unbelievable series for five years investigating this rivalry between Mississippi State and Ole Miss these guys aren't even those two programs aren't even top four programs in the Southeastern Conference they're not Bama uh, you know they're not uh, Georgia like those are powerhouse big time programs but in those states 
as much as the you know the fans here like we love it here, but I think at times with Canadian there's a in Canada there's a little bit different type of sensibility. So uh, this text comes to us from Cactus Jack here again. You can text us at six thirty six thirty. Bob, worst show on radio. Stop talking NCAA football. Nobody cares. Talk hockey. Hashtag roll damn tide. There you go. So he's having a little bit of fun with us again. You can. Uh, Text us at 630-630 or tweet us at Oilers now. In hockey, full disclosure, I don't think there's big money to be made at NCAA hockey. And in Canada, most of those programs lose the taxpayers' money every year. I I bet you, as a former SID at the University of Alberta, I would hazard a guess the only program that comes close to breaking even is hockey. And that's partially because of their summer camps. And And you know what? And my guess is what the university's done is they've moved that away from the guise of hockey. Did you know originally when Claire Drake set up those summer camps, it was to pay the student-athletes in the summer? And now it's a profit model for the University of Alberta Athletics. So there's, you know, don't get me wrong, the students still get paid and there's summer jobs there, but they got to they gotta create revenue sources, right, as, uh, w- with their camps. And so now everybody's got camps. You've got skills camps for, you know, different individuals in town and re- recently retired ex-players and, uh, it's it's interesting stuff, but uh, we'll continue down that path during the course of this convoluted opening here on Oilers now. All right, 12.23 at Edmonton. When we get back, uh, we're going to get to a comment from uh, Guy Godowski, who knows a little about the new uh, assistant coach of the Edmonton Oilers, and we'll do NHL today as well. This is Oilers now. Hi, this is Ryan and Hopkins from your Edmonton Oilers. You're listening to Oilers now with Bob Stoffer on 6.30 Chad. Jesse Granger out of The Athletic in uh, Vegas reporting the fact that Gusev, uh, who is considered by many to be the top player not playing in the NHL right now, on his way uh, to the New Jersey Devils for a second and third round draft choice. Devils have been active. Um, they're doing everything possible to keep Taylor Hall engaged as well. Let's do this. Go, let's go to the orders now. Audio Vault for Direct Workwear, where safety meets savings in Edmonton. Fort McMurray now and online at directworkwear.com. Guy Ganowski, head coach at, at uh, Penn State. He had this to say on the Oilers' new assistant, Brian Wiseman, who's an assistant at uh, Michigan. Guy knows him well. Here's Guy Godowski. He was on the staff that year that prior to me coming to Princeton, and I remember interviewing all the players about just to find to get an idea of what went on and how it was, etc. And it's amazing how how many of these players. The team didn't have a lot of success, but they all had amazing things to say about Wisey and what a great coach he was and what a great person. And then when you know, obviously when we moved and and started coaching the Big Ten and Wisey was with Michigan, um, I got to get to know him a little bit more and and those players were absolutely right he's an incredibly classy guy uh obviously was a great player at his size at that time you know made it i I know he did play in the nhl a little bit uh at his size he's a he's a great competitor and a really really good guy all right uh we'll do nhl uh, today a little bit later on i want to bang off some texts on college players getting played that's guy gadowski by the way out of penn state talking about brian wiseman is the new orders assistant here we go uh terry lynn says bob i'd like to thank the previous texter for speaking for me clearly i'm a nobody because i'm actually quite interested in what you're talking about right now with college football seriously some people uh again you can text us at 6 30 6 30 uh, Brian in Edmonton says Bob Steve Sperrier, who of course coached Florida and South Carolina, suggested players get $300 a game. Uh, 
Then when discipline was needed, they would lose the money. Lots of coaches agreed with them, but they were shut down by the gods of the NCAA. Go Buckeyes, who bring in $400 million into the Ohio State coffers, Brian and Edmonton. When I, the last year I was at the U of A was 2007-2008, uh, and the previous year, Dale Shula was the athletic director. He'd gone to Ohio State. So this would have been about 06 07, that, that uh, school year. Ohio State's budget was over $100 million for athletics. The U of A's, which I believe was the highest in Canada in the mid-2000s, was about $8 million. So just puts things in perspective. And this texture saying that Ohio State makes $400 million. Uh, I, I didn't realize they made that much. Wow. You can text us at 630-630. I disagree with you a little bit. You don't have the population concentration here as you do in the United States. I think it's rather difficult to judge the passion. If Oiler tickets only cost 50 or 60 bucks, you need a much bigger stadium or sell tickets day before a game and watch them disappear in minutes. It's just relentless down there. And as much as the battle, like the Battle of Alberta doesn't result for the most part in this, and I'm not talking about guys chirping guys down in Calgary at a game on Saturday night when everybody's half in the tank. That is nothing like how at times vile those rivalries get out of it. It's interesting stuff. Jack Michaels coming up. We'll talk to him uh, a bit about the Oilers, a bit about the Cleveland Browns, and a bit about college football and college sport. Off to a global news weather traffic update with Cassandra Jodwan. Oilers now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon. On Oilers Radio, 630 Chad.